0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rainfall Podcast. So today we're taking a little bit of a break from our uh, discussion on races. We're going to be talking about things that ended the world. And so throughout this series so far we haven't really named them and that's because officially they don't really have a name in rainfall but colloquially they do. And these creatures are called the preeminent. So like we said earlier uh, they came to our world after we received a signal from deep out in space um, and it took a very long time to figure out a way to send a response and there was a big global space race and investment in technology and research to be able to send this response signal and once we did the Preeminent not long after, arrived on our world. And these creatures are massive, formless beings. They can come in all sorts of different appearances, but in general, they're these gigantic, shapeless masses of tentacles and eyes and flesh and everything like that. Um, now, they are all powerful. So in terms of stats for the game to even give them stats is to imply that you would be able to hurt them. So for the purpose of this game there will be no stats provided for any preeminent. Um they are meant to be just so powerful and so otherworldly and ununderstandable. Uh, incomprehensible that to even attempt to harm them is just a fruitless effort. And when sort of thinking about them and their relationship to to humans and to the other creatures uh, that now live in rainfall, I like to c- make a comparison between the relationship between humans and ants. And so. To an ant, what a human does is incomprehensible. There's no way that an ant can understand anything of what a human is doing or thinking. They can only sort of see things through their own lens. And for an ant to try and harm a human, it's, again, a fruitless effort. There's no way that a single ant is going to do anything to a human. And even a group of ants, even an entire colony of ants, there's no way that they're going to bring down a person. And it's the same relationship between humans and the preeminent. There is absolutely no way that we're going to understand what their motives or what their plans or thoughts are. And there's no way that we're ever going to be able to hurt them the most we're going to be able to do is mildly annoy them. And this comes from, you know, the entire might of the modern world was put up against these creatures, and they still destroyed us almost without effort. And so, even in this sort of post-apocalyptic time, there's no way that the people of rainfall with the technology they have left and that they've brought back there's no way at all even with their magic that they're going to be able to harm a preeminence now with all that said there are no preeminent still hanging around in rainfall they've all left and it's there's no notion of where they've gone no one knows what happened to them or why they left or even why they showed up in the first place but we can still see a lot of the remnants of what they've done so one of the biggest legacies are things called vestiges now these are humans who have been driven absolutely insane by the very sight of a preeminent and this is the main fate that befell a lot of the people Um, in the early days of their invasion Um, what happens when people even look upon a preeminent is that they completely lose their minds and its based on how the vestiges um, act in sort of the modern times you can see there's also been some sort of a change to their bodies as well they wander around as basically lifeless husks muttering and gibbering to themselves and just completely unpredictable behaviors they can sometimes be completely docile and not even notice when someone walks by, or they can be extremely hostile and attack anything they see and just burst into anger and, and violence at even the slightest provocation or even just the sight of another living creature. Uh, the only thing is that vestiges seem to not harm other vestiges. They almost ignore each other's presence, um, and so... Uh, Crowds of these vestiges can be found just wandering around um, the ruins of rainfall. Uh, One of the other main remnants that we see of the preeminence arrival are aberrations. And these are creatures who serve or were created by the preeminence. Now, aberrations come in many different shapes and sizes, and in fact, one of the races we'll be talking about later on is an aberration, Um, but in general, they're creatures that are more or less formless or um, incomprehensible in their appearance and their deeds, just like their masters, the preeminents, are. And in general, these aberrations are... kind of just linger around and again it's difficult to understand what their motivations are or what they're trying to do Um, so the aberrations are one of these main kind of boogeymen in rainfall people are afraid of aberrations because they are the servants of the preeminent and they are a living reminder of the powers that the preeminence possess and the potential of their returns one day. Now, the powers of the preeminent, uh, one of their main things is their magic. and uh, The people of rainfall have learned to harness this power um, both by studying the aberrations that have uh, stayed behind and by sort of glimpsing at the works of the preeminence. So this magic is the second type of magic in rainfall as opposed to the old-world magic that is uh, technology repurposed and appearing like magic. Um, This magic is a true form of magic. It warps reality and it can change the way that things work and this is referred to as outer magic. And outer magic is in general possessed by the preeminent and their servants aberrations and such things though the outsiders as we talked about with the lessers last time um outsiders are extremely well versed in the abilities of outer magic uh, which leads many to believe that at some point the outsiders had dealings with the preeminent and learned their magics so what exactly um does come about from this magic of people using it. Well, it is corrupting. Um, using it tends to damage the minds of whoever uses it, and in some cases can damage physically damage the bodies of people. Uh, people who use outer magic tend to have scars and and blisters and burns on their bodies. Um, and their mind tends to degrade the longer they use it the harder it becomes for them to concentrate and for them to remember things and it damages their mind and eventually through very prolonged use they do eventually become insane and they lose all of their faculties um so one of the last things I do want to mention about the preeminent is in uh, what people refer to as their voice and the voice of the preeminence Uh, hearing it is an extremely haunting sound. Um, Few people who hear it ever do return to be able to hear it again or to even uh, communicate what it sounds like to other people. And the voice of the preeminence from those who have heard it has been described as a sound like uh, flutes playing. And some people do try to recreate this sound as a way to harness outer magic Um, but again just even hearing the sound of it even a recreation of its is difficult on people's mind it's taxing it hurts on a deep level and most people just find it unnerving and difficult to listen to Um, and so Uh, with that, we're going to end off on our brief discussion on the preeminence, the things that ended our world. And just uh, to keep in mind that there are no more preeminence in rainfall. They exist out there somewhere. No one knows where they went or where they came from, but Suffice to say, they're no longer around. Only their legacy and what they've left behind and the destruction that they caused, their history. So this is the end of our talk on preeminence. Um, Thank you very much for listening. And next time we're going to get back into talking about races. And we're going to be talking about uh, the race of aberrations. That is the amorphous um, and so if you liked this video, please subscribe. That would mean a lot to me. And I will see you next time.